everybody. Oh my gosh, this is an exciting day. I'm going to be introducing to you a new series on this podcast called Feel Good with Wilmington. These episodes will be a little different as they will highlight some of the people, some of the people that literally feel like sunshine from the town I live in of Wilmington, North Carolina. So we will have our normal feel good with Renee episodes, and then we will sprinkle in feel good with Wilmington. And this is really to highlight the feel good energy that comes from living here and the people that bring that through so generously. With living near the saltwater and the beautiful weather and scenery, I mean, obviously, like, what's not to like? But what I have found is that the people in the healing community in particular that I have encountered since I have lived here in a short period of time, they feel so good and abundant, too. There's just this energy of being supportive and inclusive and people coming together without any sense of competition that has just resonated with me and stuck with me and made me feel literally welcome from the time that I got here. I mean, you know how it is when you move to a new area and you're trying to fit in, you're trying to find your people and your places and get everything all aligned. And what struck me is that how easy that has been, how seamless and natural it feels. So before we get into our very first Feel Good with Wilmington interview, I wanted to share a little backstory of how I personally came to live here. This is an area that is consistently named one of the top places to relocate to, and you do find a lot of people that come here. For my husband and I, we naturally progressed into living here as when I met him back in, oh my gosh, 2003, he was living here and had spent half his life here and had roots here. And at that time, we made the decision that he would come to Virginia to be with me. And we lived a lot of life in Virginia, bounced around a little bit, but but primarily um, outside of Washington, D.C. But we would come here on and off to vacation to get away to see his family, and we obviously loved it. I mean, I've always felt the sense of belonging here, like it felt good here. And if you don't know anything about the area, Wilmington is a coastal town in southeastern North Carolina. It has beautiful soft sand beaches, boating, it's got incredible good restaurants, good food, a downtown scene. It's a college town. It's got a lot of fun and energizing things going on all the time. So we decided to make the leap and move at let's see, the end of, I guess it was the end of 2020, as we all lived through the seclusion of that, and we were really relying on our environments and going out into nature more, and that was a really important part of, I think, everyone's self-care, or many of us, and feeling, you know, some sense of routine. We would go through 
like walks and just getting out in nature. And we really were feeling called to be in the environment of the beach, of the ocean. We decided to take that leap and with, I mean, nothing on paper really made sense. I mean, there were some things obviously like that we had mapped out and strategized in terms of security and our ability to be flexible with where we lived, but we had only owned our home for less than, gosh, I think at that point was maybe two and a half years. So, you know, we had a fairly new home there. We had roots, we had our kids and all the different activities and things and schools and so forth. And what 2020 really showed us is that you get to decide, you get to create your reality. And we did that. So we knew that we would um, go ahead and make that leap. And so we literally went into this sort of sight unseen. We bought a house in a neighborhood in a part of town we'd never been to. We knew we would need all new support systems for the kids, the pets, all the appointments, all the things. But we packed up and we went for it. And as you can imagine, it was, as I like to say, it was kind of like turning around a cruise ship in motion. There were many moving pieces, literally, to settle. And that has taken us up until recently. To be expected, right? But the thing about living here for all of us is that we are so much more energized, I guess would be the word, being near the water. And it quickly became obvious that there is this vibration here overall, overall, of people smiling and happy and they have light behind their eyes, and there is this sense of it being a creative and energizing environment. And it's also felt so supportive and open in the healing community. And with that being said, I mean, you know, sometimes you come in and you're the new person and you feel like you just, you know, are finding your way or finding your people. And here, it just struck me that how open and just generous people are of spirit. It's been a really supportive um, and healing and open healing community. And there's been a common thread that just encourages one to find their feeling good, to explore healing and self-growth. And a big part of that is creating spaces, opportunities to connect in person in beautiful places. As we know also from living through that 2020 spell is that when we are in each other's energy in person, it is a quite a different experience than over the old Zoom. So what I wanted to highlight here is Wilmington for the unicorn of a place that I feel like it is where the people feel like sunshine and Our first guest today is a local Wilmington, I would call her a luminary. She is a bright light, and I know people say that, but you actually feel it when you are around her. And one thing that came up during this conversation, as she put it as, is that people come here to heal. 
And that really struck me because I have felt personally healed by being here. Our guest today is Christina Linnae, aka The Blonde Priestess, and she creates these safe, inclusive spaces for people to come together, to be in a shared experience that is so warm and non-competitive, and Christina like throws her arms around everybody, and whether it's at a salt cave or a cacao circle or at her physical location downtown at the Blonde Priestess Collective, where she shares that space with other healers and lightworkers in this gorgeous historical downtown building. She leaves everyone in her presence feeling seen and loved. I can't wait to introduce her today to you all. And I think if you have been in her space before, if you've been to anything with her, you know the goodness that you're in for. So to kick off this series of Feel Good Wilmington, please enjoy this talk with Christina Lene, aka The Blonde Priestess. Hi, Christina. Hello. <laughs> Christina, it- I am so glad you're here with me today. Thank you so much. It's such a pleasure, honey. I was looking forward to this, as I was saying. It like surprised me this week to have you on my calendar. I was like, yes. I know. I know. It does feel like it's been a minute since we planned this. Yes. And here we are. I am. I am so I'm really excited to connect with you and to share your energy with people. I, you know, my first upon landing here in Wilmington, I feel like you were one of those people that was like a literal lighthouse, like a beacon of like shining light. And I was like, I want to be in her energy and her space. So I'm excited excited to share you with people. Thank you so much for saying that. It's amazing too how this place, I always say, you know, Wilmington, North Carolina, it's such a beautiful healing haven. It attracts so many souls that are kind of blown out of where they were Mm -hmm. and they land here. And um, so you're not the first to say that, although it touches Mm -hmm. my heart. I love that. um, I love that we collided at that season for you. I know. And still, and still, you're just a beautiful connector to the community here. And, you know, when you're new to an area and you don't have your bearings and you're still trying to find like your people, I honestly, in coming here, I, I never felt lost. I always felt like I had the sense of belonging. And I think that your just gift in, in how you connect and bring people together, it's just, it's awesome to, to have been, to have experienced from for me personally. So grateful Thank for you, you honey. So much. Thank you, know, you babe. Uh, the love fest. I know. Exactly. It's so true. It's so true. And oh. the, you know, when you were talking about Wilmington and just, mm-hmm. I had actually, I didn't take down a lot of notes before we talked today, but I actually wrote down and I was like, I want to ask her. I'm curious, mm-hmm. like, first of all, how you landed in Wilmington what brought you here, what called you here. And then secondly, like, how would you describe the energy here? So however you want to answer that, but. Ooh, this is a good one. This is a great question. Um, Well, so not a lot of people know, but I, I 
basically am a Wilmington native. I wasn't born here, although I was raised here since second grade onward. My grandparents were here. And so there was talking about community, there was always home base here for me. So I grew up here all the way through high school, did a little bit of community college and basically just floated around until I felt like my purpose smacked me in the face. Um, and then it took me off to the West Coast. So mm -hmm. I was in LA for about six years and um, had had so many, there's, there's so many chapters there to talk about, but in, it was actually in summer of 2020 that Wilmington was calling as a haven for me when I really, really needed it. I never thought LA would crumble away from me the way that it did. It was mm -hmm. just, as we say, divine. Mm -hmm. um, things were outside of my hands and outside of my control and surprisingly and shockingly falling away. Um, in hindsight, I see it all as orchestration, but as it was happening, all I knew was to come home where I, I could feel safe. And mm -hmm. my family was here, of course, too. And um, I didn't want to, I really didn't want to actually, the, 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 I took a little trip home and it was basically in my mind. I didn't really say this out loud, but it was a trial to see if I could, if I could do it and how Wilmington was when I left it six years before it was a bit uh, behind on a lot of things. Mm -hmm. I didn't feel there was a lot of creativity and expression and excitement in the city. So when I came back for that little trip, I breathed the first breath of ease and my nerve, my entire nervous system upon landing in the airplane airport, like calmed down. It was, it went from like 200 to like zero. And I just felt like, okay, this is, this is where we need to be. And so it was about a month later, mm -hmm. I went back to LA, packed everything up and moved. And the city as well had changed so much. There's so many, so many more activities and, um, you know, environments that have built up within Wilmington and expansion that's happened um at you know little districts that have popped up that are just beautiful and full of artists and it really reminded me of all my favorite parts of LA hmm. so so yeah when I when I came back in 2020 um it was it was a haven for me during a very uncertain time for all of us but especially in my personal life. Um, and so since then, I was just telling um, the girl that did my piercings yesterday, she's a beautiful soul that transplanted from New York around the same mm. time. And she's like, I'm not resisting being in a smaller town from a big town. And I told her it's amazing though, how much more love, abundance, connection, and ease you feel in this place. Like in our head, we could say, oh, it's no LA, it's no New York City, but it, does it even matter if you feel better, if you mm -hmm. are more abundant, if you experience more love, who cares if you're in a place that has this, um, you know, kind of hype around it. Uh, so, so that's, yeah, that, that's my story with Wilmington and I'm, I'm happy to call it home now. I love that. For real. <laughs> I, yeah. okay. I didn't, I, I love, I love the opportunity to connect with people that, that, like an intimate space, like the podcast gives us because I spend time with you. I had no idea that you mm -hmm. were actually a native from here and that yeah. it feels like that now that you say it, like, I feel like there's a sense of like, you're an anchor here. So when people come, when we come from, you know, as we do, <laughs> like you're saying, it's like, we, we get called here, we land here and you're kind of like yeah. here to like wrap your arms around us and be like, welcome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that so much. I love yes. it. Yes, I really, I do feel like I've 
flown around all the parts of the city. And I just, I just know where the vibes are in certain areas. And when I meet someone, I can kind of just sense where they would best gravitate towards. Um, Cause I, I do that for myself. Mm-hmm. For sure. <laughs> yeah. For sure. And there is something mm-hmm. special here. And I, I often yes. will bring it up to people like that I talk yeah. to around here that a lot of us are transplants. A lot of us, you know, aren't originally mm-hmm. from here, so to speak. And it's just like, there's this, me- like it, people are, ha- there's like this energy here that it, people are happier. Yeah. I don't know if it's the yeah. vitamin D, the chance we get to have yeah. to be out in the sun more, but yeah. yeah I mean, how yeah. would you describe the energy here? Like it's, it's hard to even put into words if you don't feel it. It is. And through my cacao ceremonies at the salt cave that we do, I've had, uh, I mean, literally countless people sitting in circle. They just landed a week before they popped into the circle because it was a way to get into Mm -hmm. the community. And they felt really, so I'm so happy and so passionate about community events now because of those stories that I hear. And every reflection that I hear from people is that they Yes, the sunshine. Yes, it was beautiful. So like all of those things definitely played a role, but they felt like they could heal here. Mm. So I don't know if we can describe what that sense is. It it's it definitely to me, I always associate with safety. I feel safe here. Um, like energetically, mm-hmm. <laughs> not like, I mean, any bad thing could happen in any place, but it's sure. more so my, my energy feels like it's going to be, I can maintain my level of joy. Um, and I'm supported by my environment. I just feel secure. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's just interesting how people can sense that, isn't it? It is. It really is. And just, you know, the contrast, I think I'm sure from your experience living in LA and I lived outside of Washington, DC and the suburbs of Virginia and just, yeah, it's like, you can take a breath here and kind of get back to, um, you know, the, the, again, like not the external sense of abundance, but more your internal sense of abundance, if that makes sense. That's what I'm, that's what I'm picking up. That's what I'm picking up. That's I love that. I think you said that really well. There's definitely a huge underground spiritual community here and it's becoming less and less underground, which is like making my priest's senses tingle. But, um, but yeah, it's, yeah, you said that well, that's so true. How did you, so I was calling you Christina, but you also go by the blonde priestess. And I think at first first I was like, what do I call you? Do I call you? Address address me by my formal name. Yeah. Cause it, like, yeah. it's so funny. Cause I, yeah, I mean, obviously like I have clients that do that. Yeah. They come in and they're like, Hey, I feel weird. Like now that we're sitting down with each other, calling you blonde priestess. <laughs> like why? No, I totally, I totally get it. It's, it's like a Gemini thing. We have aliases. I love so that. I have so many names. I, I was even just laughing the other day. I, I tell uh, my name to Starbucks, like Chris, I'm like, it's just Chris. And sometimes they'll put grace and I can't even correct them. I'm like, yeah, I'll take it. Great. I love that. That's, That's, That's so good. So th- I mean, the list. I know. Right. It's so funny. I love that. And I love that you have like, you have like the, I think what brings people into is you have like such an, you're like the least pretentious, such approachable, warm, you know, like literally 
you know, someone that feels like sunshine. Like that's the way I feel around you. Um, I know it's true though. Like I literally like, it was like thinking about before we talked, I'm like, how does she make me feel? Like, how can I express this to people who don't know her yet? And it is true. It is true. Like walking sunshine. Um, I'd love it's to funny, Renee. Oh yeah. Go ahead. I used to it's side note on this because I used to, it really just does show how intentional we are as kids. Um, when the teacher used to ask me what we wanted to be when we grew up, I never fucking knew. Um, I couldn't pin it down, you know? Yeah. And I, I always I used to say, <laughs> yeah, I know you do. So like, I would ask my mom and I was like, mom, like, I don't fit into any of these things. And she's like, what, what do you, what's the effect you want to have on people? And it was one of the, the most brilliant questions she had as like, as a parent to a kid. And I was like, I really like making them happy. Like I like to leave people better than when I found them. And that even touches my heart there. And she's like, yeah, just go with that. And everything you touch will be better because of it. So thank you for honoring my childhood dreams. (laughs) I, you know, I love how psychic this conversation is because I literally wrote down just a couple things. And one of them was your experience living here in Wilmington, which you immediately jumped into. And then I also was like, I wonder what it was like when there was a li- like the little mini blonde priestess in you when you were a kid. Like, so I love that story because I was yeah. curious, like, what were you like as a yeah. kid? Like, were you yeah. like, how was your childhood experience without, obviously we could go in many different depths and directions there, but like in general, yeah. like, what were you like as a, as a kid? I, I genuinely, I love to go. I still do. I just, if you could say you're going to the grocery store, you're going to, to do something mundane and boring. I wanted to go. So I, I love to taste and experience life in all aspects. Um, I definitely was shyer than people would maybe imagine. I would, I'd have my people like my, my grandfather's coming to mind right now. My mom Mm. for sure. Um, my dad, and I would just have my my brother, those people that were my people and I'd gravitate towards them and maybe even hide a little bit. If I wasn't with them, I'd be very introverted and Mm. and a little shy. And, you know, there was definitely, as I got older, a lot of, um, a lot of, I think the beauty that I like to emit in the world now, it was, it was internalized as perfectionism. And so I'm sure tons of us can relate to that of, of just, yeah, you know, (laughs) feeling like people are looking up to you and feeling like you've got to not necessarily impress them, but hold that, that standard, that role model, um, you know, projection. And so that, that caused a lot of things as I was a teen of just a lot of anger and suppressed, um, suppressed kind of emotions because I didn't feel like I fit in. And then, but then at the same time, you could ask me, well, you don't want to fit in because these people are doing these things that's not leading to where you want to go. And I'm like, yeah, but still it sucks. Mm -hmm. So, you know, and and we've talked a lot about this with, um, with, it's actually very common in teenagers and it's not spoken about at all. Um, There's a huge segment of them that are like old souls and they don't relate with the partying. They don't relate with the sleeping around and they feel a massive mission on their soul Mm -hmm. and they can't wait to get to it Mm -hmm. and then they don't know how to be a kid basically yes and so yes it's really really tough um I'm super super duper passionate about like those conversations of helping helping kids or or teenagers that are in that season or even moms of of teenagers to help guide and be aware because a lot of the things I shared with my mom later when I had language around it 
um, she's like, I had no idea. I just didn't have an idea because my role model facade was working towards her too. Right. So she's like, all right, you should driven, got it, got it together. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. yeah but inside. Sure. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I definitely would like to like remind people that the bright, shiny lights that you see in the world, they definitely do always have their shadows and those, those long seasons of, they know what the opposite looks like. That's right. And now, now the light that I choose to be in is a choice. It's that darkness is right there for me always because I've walked that path so often. It's like, um, it's, it's a pathway in my brain that I know exactly how to go down it and I know what it's going to lead to. And so every day it's a choice for me to choose joy and to choose to be the light and choose grace towards myself mm. and love towards others. And, um, and I think that's not talked about a lot either. It's like some people think they're just born as sunshine and they walk around as sunshine, but, yeah. um, it's, it's no, it ain't that easy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that you're so yeah. transparent with that answer because yeah, I mean, Olivia, my daughter has obviously gravitated towards you as well. And you mm-hmm. are such, I love that, you know, you are such a, an example, um, in your background. I know you, you did modeling yeah. and Olivia obviously is interested yeah. in that. And I just am so grateful that you can be a steady example to her because yeah, it, she too, old soul material, um, you know, and yeah. we come in and we, you know, oh, wow, it's, it's a, it's a lot. And we do take on a lot and it's not, yeah. you know, we kind of have that, like you said, that bright light that you're just like, initially that's all kind of, you see, but yeah, deep, deep, deep processors, deep, you know, um, feelers yes. for sure. And, yeah. um, yeah, so I'm, I personally am so grateful that she has, that she knows you and, and that, you know, you can, you know because yeah i mean we we do for sure it's not all the freaking soul sunshine you know all that (laughs) like that that is absolutely a a perfect way of putting that is that we know that other side um yeah through our own path that we walked And that, you know, I'm sure that you're similar. That is that darkness is what leads us to our tools that we find and that we cultivate. And maybe it's astrology, tarot, EFT, tapping, meditation, whatever it is, yoga, you you find your tools that basically create emotional stability and emotional regulation for yourself. Um, so a lot of times, like Abraham Hicks talks about the contrast is what leads us into our purpose or what is, what guides us into our truth and our desires. Um, and so if I didn't ever have that dark season, if I didn't have all that internalized built up anger and, you know, perfectionism and, uh, self-hatred, it, it ended up turning into body abuse and addictions with food and exercise and all of this, then I would never know how to empathize with someone that I see going through that. And I also, I wouldn't have the tools because I never walk that path. So I, I do think, you know, we can help our teens and we can help each other go through a season more, um, with less pain. Mm-hmm. But I, I do think sometimes there's a, there's purpose in walking the path as well, you know, for yourself. Absolutely. The but sense, yeah. the sensitivity yeah. factor is so real for, for some <laughs> that, you know, I think you, you do inevitably, I, I don't know, maybe 
a small percentage can can walk through that with you know completely unscathed or or something like that but i i mean it's like you know the the balance and the pendulum swinging one way and swinging the other and and when when you do feel so sensitive and you do feel everyone else around you you know oftentimes you what do you do it's too much you numb check out in yes. some way, some sort of self-abuse. I mean, some like, yeah, I definitely have my own personal list of, you know, especially as a teenager that I, you know, went yeah. through and yeah. And some of that behavior, you know, it's pretty ingrained and you stick with it. And I agree. Yes. I think that now it's like, yeah it's like oh self-care how fluffy and nice and i'm like actually (laughs) actually this is kind of like survival stuff not so much the fluffy (laughs) i was literally gonna say that i was like that's my survival kit that's like my first aid kit it goes in the car with me everywhere i go yeah it's you know a lot of people even my partner he's he would be someone who's very pragmatic and and very let's assess the situation and let's find solutions and and I can be very like, well, if we assess the situation too much, we're going to get trapped into the negativity of it. So oh, I want to assess it, but also not get consumed by it. And so we we teach each other a lot about that. Um, but he was even saying to me, he's like, you need to just like write a book about how you how you maintain a gratitude mindset or maintain an abundance mindset. He's like, I'll let one thing that I mess up or that I do wrong beat and I'll beat myself up about it. And I'm like, Barry, I am you. I know. <laughs> I know exactly. I, I used to eat an extra sandwich during the day and beat myself up about all those calories and not having self-control. And just like, it was just a different thing than what he's, you know, it's the same monster though. Right. So it, it's, it's a kit that's available in my brain that I've, that I've had to build and it's yeah, survival. It's not just fun. It, although it's a lot funner using the kit and then I get the benefits of it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The, I was yeah. going to say, cause I know you are, we didn't do your, you know, your human design and your big three in astrology, but you should tell us. Cause I think people are always yes! curious to know, tell us, oh, tell us your yeah, design, yeah, yeah. tell us, yeah. Tell us your, you know, your astrology. Tell us, tell us all about all you. the things. Yeah. Ooh. Um, this is so fun. I'm usually like pointing the spotlight at other people. No, we want to know. <laughs> yeah. So I'm a Gemini sun, um, Pisces rising and a cancer moon. Mm-hmm. So those are my big three. I've got a ton of fire in my chart too. So um, not a lot of earth. <laughs> so everyone, everything Same. else. Yeah. <laughs> no earth. Yeah. yeah. My partner's like full earth. Yeah. Fire. Yeah. Thank you. Um, but so, and then my, I'm a manifesting generator, emotional, um, four, six, and that's my profile. And then fun, fun fact. Um, I don't know if your people are into it, but my incarnation crosses the sleeping Phoenix and we're actually shifting as of 1615, all the way up until 2027, we're in the cross of planning. It's this massive transit. And then once 2027 hits, we're moving into the sleeping Phoenix. What? So this is, yeah, this is major. Now this is a little bit more in depth human design, but for all those nerds out there, definitely, definitely dig in. Sleeping Phoenix represents freedom, abundance, spirit, um, and, and relationship with, with the self and with others. 
So beautiful. I did not know that. And I, yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. So that's interesting. So how does that, how does that affect you? I mean, is that going to be like yeah. your time to shine? I, is it going to yeah. be intense? Like what? you don't know. Yeah. Obviously. Well, I, I think I, I definitely feel it was part of my move for California in 2020. I mean, I wasn't in my Saturn return, the way that things crumbled away. It was just, I need, I'm being positioned by something so much bigger, everything mm-hmm. in my life right now, always, but especially now feels really out of my control in a good way where I'm just constantly surrendering and it's like build the collective. Okay. Now we're here. We're in the priestess collective. And it's about other practitioners more than just the blonde priestess. And then it's like, start the retreats. So the retreats are starting and now we're bringing people together. We're creating community. And now I've got people wanting me to do it in Ireland where, Mm -hmm. where my partner lives currently. And so I'm just, I'm constantly fully in my like generator aspect of my manifesting generator. I'm just responding and I feel like a chess piece on the universe's chessboard, and it's like, okay, here, okay, here, okay, here. Oh, I just... love that. Oh, my projector soul is a little envious. I'm like, tell me what that's like. No, I love that so much. I, my husband's a manifesting generator, as I think we oh. talked about, and I, I literally sit back and watch, and I'm like, whoa, like it is. <laughs> it's a show. Yeah. It's a show to watch. It's like. <laughs> The moves are being made and, you know, you guys are just like clicking and. Oh, oh. but like we, without that appreciation of you, we would be nothing. And then, <laughs> you know what I mean? We're like, we need the love. So I forgot your husband was an MG. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. I love that. Um, I was talking about compatibility with a client mm-hmm. yesterday and I, I, I do love a projector manifesting generator combo. It's on paper. It, it looks like it'd be a lot for the projector, but. <laughs> And it and is. Sometimes it is. Yeah. <laughs> I think he'd say the same though. But yeah, no, because I mean it is interesting. I, you know, I've I've gone through many, well, many, you know, at this point in life, like yeah. different trying on different things, you know, different phases and so forth. And I am really like just embodying this orchestrator role that I have. Yes. And really for me and and again my purpose, it's like very much like rooted in being a caregiver and being in my home and you know mm-hmm. like that, that that libra north node and the you know like i've got yeah i've got a lot of um cancer in my fourth house like i mean i'm just like yes. so i do give a nice yeah. balance and it's it is interesting when you you know you're like yeah. how you when you're with the people you're with sometimes that is become so interesting to observe your your part you yeah. know, your roles or whatever but Oh, I love synastry. I could talk about it all day. I know. It's so fascinating. So, okay. So I know you, uh, obviously being manifesting generator, this obviously tracks, but you do so much. (laughs) Like I watch your Instagram and I'm like, what's she up to today? You know, cause like, what are you, what are you most, I mean, this might be a loaded question, but what are you most excited about right now? Like what, Yeah. what's filling Um, you up? Oh, making you sparkle. there's so many irons in the fire, but I love it that way. As you, as you mm-hmm. gave the disclaimer of, um, most exciting right now, I have a trip to Ireland, um, for the month 
uh, to be with my partner for his birthday and new year and Christmas. And, um, this is also super in the works and I haven't been sharing a lot about it, but it's lighting me so much up and also scaring the shit out of me is we're getting our, um, house built. Ooh. So the nest here is being created. And so that's why I really love the Wilmington question of like feeling when you, when you land here and really land, you feel it mm-hmm. and you want to build here. So that's, that's a whole nother area. I have that. I've been keeping it really sacred mm-hmm. um, because it's so, there's so much, you know, you know, yeah. you bought and sold houses. It's a whole thing. So, uh, but I'm excited to have the nest here. So that's my personal life. And then of course, with the priestess collective, I love knowing that's our physical location in Wilmington. And I love knowing that there are practitioners here helping people and it doesn't revolve around me having to show up mm-hmm. for my, I, I love knowing that. And I love that I, I love that I played a role in creating that physical place here. And then the retreats, um, the retreats and the cacao ceremonies that we, we do consistently, that's over a year now, consistently twice a month around the new moon and the full moon in the salt cave. And just, I've met so many beautiful people. I've seen best friends become best friends mm. right in front of my eyes, um, healing tears, people sharing stories that they've never shared before. And um, it, it's just feeling so good. So those are, the, I think, I think that I covered most that's, everything. That's all going to keep going into 2023 through 2023, as far as you know, right? That's yeah. Yeah. People, people really look forward to, I know I do. And when I can, can I get there and it is, it's a special situation. It really is the environment who comes in. Um, yes. Yeah. Like I, you know, definitely get filled up. And like Mm -hmm. I was telling you before we start recording, sometimes I'm like, woo, my energy (laughs) is like tapped into everybody. And it's just, yeah, it's very exhilarating. It's a very exhilarating environment. And I, I, I feel like, uh, there's so many just really special influential people that you highlight here Mm -hmm. and that is, it's like elevating not only the, the town and the community, but yeah, like it, it does, it creates this certain sort of synergy that, Yeah. yeah, it's like a kind of like beyond just, um, you know, beyond what you can imagine it just kind of comes together and you have so many beautiful people like if you if you ever listener if you're not a local to Wilmington you (laughs) want to be yeah (laughs) this is this podcast is sponsored by Wilmington North Carolina (laughs) your tax paying dollars went I actually had you know funny thing because you know I like to create I I, but I seriously though I thought about when I was deciding that I wanted to come back into podcasting and you know as you know, I don't have a lot of energy. I've got seven open centers and I am like a projector so without precious. any motor centers. Like I got to just take it easy, right? Like we know this. I'm a middle-aged projector. I got to take it easy. So when I was deciding on what to do for this podcast, I was like, what is, or what I wanted to do kind of, cause I've dabbled in like starting coaching stuff. And I was like, no, I just, I want one thing that makes me excited that yes. just lights me up. And then has you know that that ability to to highlight really other people yes and um 
So I thought about like, I should do a podcast on Wilmington and like all the people <laughs> that are so freaking cool that have so much talent. And I was like, that actually crossed my mind. Like, <laughs> like, I feel like the voice well, of, of Wilmington. Yeah. Season one might roll into this. We don't even know. I yeah. know. I mean, people do that. They highlight towns and people do all kinds of things totally. on podcasts. I mean, hey. and it's, it's, uh, yeah, it's needed, especially if you can't pop into a cacao circle and get connected with people. You <laughs> know what true. I mean? Yeah, on I, a podcast. I hear you. I had like a, a whole name um, in my mind and, and I, I kept getting stuck on called the Salty Spiritual Podcast. And I was like, <laughs> you know, but then I was like, that kind of sounds like I'm like got beef with something. And yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I don't really have beef with anything. I just live near the ocean. And I think it's kind of funny. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, I like salty sweet kind of thing. Yeah. Like, what are you gonna get today? Yeah, what are you yeah. gonna get? I don't know. <laughs> well, I, you know, obviously love being in your energy and I could talk to you all day, but yeah, yeah. I mean, anything that you feel that you wanna share that we didn't get to, or anything like, you know, that's kind of yeah. like on your mind. Yeah, I do you know I had on my heart when I was clicking on the Zoom, I was reading your intention that you put in the calendar that's like the intention behind the podcast and what you're here to do. And I, you just reminded me of how important it is when we're doing something to be intentional. That's what the cacao ceremonies mm -hmm. are showing us. That's what um, when you're getting a session from someone or you're looking into your human design or whatever it is that you're doing, you're cooking dinner for your kids intention has brought so much beauty into my life and connection with life that I you just like your beautiful nugget there reminded me of just how far something will go and how much nourishment it brings when it's created with intention so I'm just I'm so excited mm -hmm. to see where this evolves to um, for you. you and all I, the people it's going to touch so yeah I awesome. receive that thank you I feel that I <laughs> Yes, being intentional, um, it, it it feels like it feels kind of like something that I miss, you know, I miss in the past, yeah. or I missed in some way. So I, I appreciate you acknowledging me for that. I really do. <laughs> I see you, girl. I yes, see you. I see you. And I'm so happy that I will uh, see you in person in the near yes. future here. And yes. thank you again for being on the home and soul podcast. And I appreciate you so much, Christina. Oh, Thank you. My pleasure. My pleasure, honey. Right, oh, Thank tell you. people how they can find you, please. <laughs> oh, yes. Please come find me. Um, I am on Instagram and Facebook at the blonde priestess. Everything is spelled perfectly. So mm -hmm. beware, beware yes. of, be aware of um, <laughs> other accounts that have added extra S's on underscores, etc. Oh, jeez. Um, yeah, I know. It's silly we have to say it, but um, yeah, the Blonde Priestess. And um, yeah, I'd love to connect with you. Shoot me a DM um, or yeah, that'd be the best way. You can also email me to hello at theblondepriestess.com. And if you're in the area, you want to come to an event or you want to connect, you want to come to the office, um, yeah, please, please do. I have the best view ever. You really do. You really No hype, do. right? No hype. Yes. Oh, She's in yeah. a old historic, I don't know what year is that building? Bank. 1913, I think. It, an old bank. Yeah. It's like a yeah. high, is it the tallest building downtown? It is. It is. Yeah. And yeah. it has and a spectacular view of the Cape Fear River. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the battleship is yeah. literally right across 
So it's, it's such good vibes. I have clients that walk in and they're like, honestly, I forgot what my problem was. (laughs) I don't even know why I'm here. I'll just be in this space. Yeah. How long can I stay? I'm like, we got 60 (laughs) minutes, whatever you want to do. Yes. Definitely check Christina out for human design, tarot, all the things, the best cacao in the world. I have to say she can get that for you as well. So good. So nourishing. So thank you for this. Thank you for this, like seriously nourishing conversation. I appreciate you. You're so welcome. Thank you, baby. See you soon. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed it and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post on social media, or leave a rating and review. It would mean the world to me. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me over on Instagram at feelgoodwithrenee. Thanks again, and I will see you next time.